0: This is the Locked On Jets podcast here on Sunday evening, November 6th, 2022. I'm your host, John B. from ganggreennation.com here with a postcast episode of Locked On Jets. And we have a major upset to talk about as the New York Jets defeated the Buffalo Bills 20-17 today at MetLife Stadium to improve their record to 6-3. and on the season. This is a daily podcast covering the New York Jets. If you're new to the show, we have new episodes each day Monday through Friday through the week and then bonus episodes as needed. If you enjoy the show, hit the subscribe button where you're watching or listening so you'll receive notifications as new episodes are posted. And if you're watching on YouTube, please give this episode a big thumbs up. Help the channel out and it helps other Jets fans find the podcast. I can't believe it. I'm sure you can't believe it either. After the Jets lost to New England last week, it seemed like destiny that they were going to lose this game to Buffalo. The Bills coming in, maybe the best team in the NFL with all due respect to Philadelphia. Certainly the best team in the AFC to this point. The Bills were going to come into MetLife Stadium. They were going to handle the Jets. The Jets were going to go into the bye five and four. They were going to be on a two-game losing streak. All the questions would surface. We'd have two miserable weeks. Well, the Jets had different plans in this game. And this game got off to a bad start for the Jets. I mean, from the opening kickoff where Braden Mann slipped and you know, barely hit it, and Buffalo got great field position, and then they immediately hit a big pass as uh, uh, Stephon Diggs beat Sauce Gardner down the field, but then Josh Allen made a mistake. He threw an interception. Buffalo was really controlling this game through the first half, but the Jets responded as they've done so many times this season in the, se- in the second half. They held the Bills to a field goal in the second half and took control of the game. The defense played an outstanding game, but more than anything, I think the story of this game is the Jets shockingly might be in the mix in the AFC this year because now they're six and three. And Buffalo is six and two. But the Jets now have a head-to-head win over them. So they're right there with Buffalo and they showed that they can compete with Buffalo in this game. You know, it's been very easy to dismiss what the Jets have done so far this season. And not entirely unfairly, because they had a string string where they beat a bunch of bad quarterbacks. There's no question. And they run they ran into a bunch of backup quarterbacks at that. You know, whether you want to talk about what they did with Skylar Thompson against Miami, or would you want to talk about what they did against Brett Ripon, Or, you know, Pittsburgh, Kenny Pickett technically was the backup. They had Mitchell Trubisky. They were not playing good quarterbacks there. Aaron Rodgers, I mean, that was Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers has not been Aaron Rodgers this year, and he clearly was hurt. And then they also had a win over a backup quarterback, Jacoby Brissett, in a miracle game against Cleveland. So it's been very easy to dismiss what the Jets have done so far this year because you could say, well, you know, The only impressive win so far was Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay, but even then, Green Bay is not looking like that great of a team this year. You can't say that anymore. The Jets went out there and outplayed the best team in the AFC to this point. doesn't mean that they're better than Buffalo, but it means they can play with anybody in the AFC at this point. I don't think there's any question about that, because after a first half where it really felt to me like Buffalo was dominating, the Jets went out and controlled the second half, as they've done so many times this season. As I mentioned, the defense performing – And I said this on Friday's game preview, if both these teams play their A game, Jets are probably going to lose. Jets caught some breaks. Buffalo did not play their A game. Josh Allen made some mistakes that I thought were unforced errors, but the Jets were able to take advantage of it. There have been so many times in recent years where the Jets would face a team that's much better than than them, and that team would play a bad game, but it didn't matter because the Jets just didn't have the talent to stay with that team. It just made no difference. The Jets weren't good enough. Maybe a a superior opponent playing badly kept the Jets in it at halftime. Maybe they even had the lead after three quarters. But you knew the talent would win out in the end. Today, the Buffalo Bills did not play their best game. But the Jets were good enough to respond to that. The Jets were good enough to take advantage. And when the game was on the line, I got to say this. Listen, the Bills made some mistakes early in the game. Josh Allen threw a couple of interceptions. But when the game was on the line, the Jets won this game. The Bills did not lose this game. The Jets outplayed the Bills down the stretch. And that shows you the Jets can play with anybody. It doesn't necessarily mean the rest of the season is going to go great. It doesn't necessarily mean the Jets are going to the Super Bowl. But it means we're past the point where you can just completely dismiss the Jets. And I understand, you know, heading into the season, Jets had missed the playoffs 11 straight years. They had maybe not necessarily a young roster on the whole, but... A roster that was very young, very inexperienced in a lot of key spots. So it was easy. You kind of hedged your bets. I did it myself. You did not know how good things were going to go. And in the NFL, sometimes you just need things to go your way. And you know, it's funny because a lot of people looked at the stretch where the Jets won these games against these backup quarterbacks and they kind of dismissed it. I looked at it and said, you know what? Things are lining up for the Jets this year because in the NFL. A lot of it's just about things breaking your way. It's only a 17-game season. Luck plays an inordinate role in the success you have as a team. So the fact the Jets kept getting all these backup quarterbacks and they took care of business showed me this is the type of year where things are just lining up. Sometimes it's just not your season, and you're seeing that across the league. How many teams are you seeing that you're expecting to be good? The Rams are struggling this year. Tampa Bay is struggling this year. Green Bay it's not its not as easy as just showing up and winning, even if you have a good team. Sometimes you just need things to line up for you. And this just feels like the kind of year where things are lining up for the Jets. And I've always believed that it's better to get your easier games up front. It's easier to front load your schedule with the easy games because sometimes you play with confidence. If this game happens week one, week two, week three, I don't know if the Jets win it. I think this is a team playing with a lot of confidence. And they showed a lot of resiliency in this game because last week's game that felt like the kind of game that sends a team into a spiral. You saw a lot of character out of the Jets in this game. So I, listen, we don't know what's going to happen from this point forward. But we're going to have a very happy bye week, a much happier bye week than we were, we were expecting because the Jets entered this game double-digit underdogs. After that performance last week against the New England Patriots, nobody thought they could win. And now the Jets are in the mix in the AFC. It's beautiful to say. It's amazing. It's just amazing to hear those words come out of my lips. Now head here on the Lockdown Jets podcast. I want to give some credit to some of the guys who really stepped up down the stretch in this game because this was the formula the Jets drew up at the start of the year. And we'll talk about what happened down the stretch as the Jets took, took care of business against the Buffalo Bills on this Sunday postcast. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp Therapy Online. I'd like to take a minute to talk about mental health. We've all learned over the last couple of years how important it is to take care of your mental health. It's really just as important as taking care of your physical health. And there are many different ways you can do it. You can try meditation, you can try exercising, you can try talking to a friend, but therapy can be very helpful. Life doesn't come with a user manual. So when it's not working for you, it's normal to feel stuck. And therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine you call you. Therapy has broad benefits. It helps you learn coping skills, self-empowerment. It helps you deal with trauma. Everybody deserves to feel their best, and BetterHelp makes it easier to get started. As the world's largest therapy service, they've matched millions of people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. It's all the benefits of in-person therapy, plus it's more convenient, more accessible, and more affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist, and if things are not clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It could not be simpler. There's no more waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Get unstuck with BetterHelp. Learn, learn more, and save 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com/lockedon. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com/lockedon. Of course, there's going to be plenty of celebration from Jets fans tonight, and of course, there are other moments you want to celebrate in life. Whether you're looking to pop the question, you have a milestone to celebrate, or you want to let your love sparkle, Blue Nile can help you make your celebrations even more memorable. As the original online jeweler, Blue Nile offers the largest selection of independently graded diamonds and pieces priced significantly below traditional retailers. Blue Nile has helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring. Their easy online tools help you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. Blue Nile's bench of jewelers will then help you handcraft her perfect one-of-a-kind ring. If you're looking for a piece of fine jewelry to commemorate a special milestone, but you're still having trouble choosing, Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7, available via phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift at every budget. Make your moment sparkle with Blue Nile. Go to BlueNile.com and use code LOCKEDON to save $50 on your purchase of $500 or more. Again, that's B-L-U-E-N-I-L-E.com, code LOCKEDON to save $50 on your purchase of $500 or more. BlueNile.com, code LOCKEDON. This is the Lockdown Jets podcast, a post-cast episode after the New York Jets defeat the Buffalo Bills 20-17 to improve their record to 6-3 on the 2022 season. A stunning upset. No other way to put it. I do not think many Jets fans thought this team was going to win this game. Now, there are always the Jets fans who pick them every week, and I love those Jets fans. I love the optimism after all these years. But looking at this, I really thought the Jets were going to have a tough time win this game, and I think I'm not alone in that. There were not many independent experts who thought the Jets would win. There certainly were not many Buffalo Bills fans who thought the Jets would win. A shocking upset, and an upset that puts the Jets right in the mix in the AFC, because they are a half game now behind Buffalo in the AFC East. And they have a tiebreaker in hand right now, because they have a head-to-head win. Now, the teams will play later on in the season in Buffalo, which is going to be a very difficult game, but really a stunning upset. But thinking this through after a game that I felt like the Jets had a rough first half, and they were kind of fortunate to head to the locker room only down 14 to 10, and that was a good omen because I, don't, I thought the Jets were thoroughly outplayed in the first half. I thought the Bills were kind of doing whatever they wanted on offense, and the Bills were making some errors, and the Jets you know got a little bit going on offense before the end of the first half. I felt like it was a good omen that the Jets were in the game because Buffalo missed some opportunities to put it away, and that's, that frequently comes back to hurt you, but that second half... That was the formula. What's this Jets team supposed to be? It's supposed to have a tremendous defense led by its defensive line and its corners. It's supposed to be a run-oriented offense where they're they're supposed to be able to run the ball at will no matter what. And with the game on the line, that's absolutely what happened. The Jets, I, I felt like this, this game, the tide turned a little bit on a Quinn and William sack early in the second half because prior to that point, Buffalo was having a lot of success on offense. And from that point forward, the Jets defense was excellent. They only allowed three points uh, for the rest of the game, Bryce Huff. You know, talking about the defensive line, Bryce Huff with a huge play on the final Buffalo drive. Josh Allen had just hit a pass. The Bills began that drive with a penalty, so they were backed up. It was first and twenty, and Josh Allen hit a it made a nice play moving in the pocket, hitting an eighteen-yard pass to put the Bills right back in business. Bryce Huff had a huge sack on second on second and short. That essentially forced the Bills to move all the way back. They were out of timeouts. They lost a ton of yardage. It took them forever to get all the everybody lined up because they had all these receivers down the field, and they had to get communicate the play call. I mean, that pretty much ended the game. That's pretty much. Bryce Huff essentially he stripped Josh Allen as Allen was throwing it and forced a fumble on a sack. It was really the story of the second half. And then Sauce Gardner, who you know had a bit of a rough beginning of the game, really picked things up in the second half. He had a huge interception that negated a fumble the Jets had in scoring range. And then he made the play on the final heave by Josh Allen on fourth down. A desperation heave. He was in the mix. It was an excellent second half by this Jets defense. It's a team It's a team that needs to be led by its defense. And this defense led in the second half. But the run game. I thought the Jets would need to get more out of their passing game than they got in this game. Now, I thought Zach Wilson was pretty effective. I thought he managed the game effectively. Aside from what that fumble I talked about earlier which preceded the Sauce Gardner interception, so it really did not matter. Outside of that, generally avoided the big mistake. I thought they'd have to get more out. I thought like this was the kind of game where Zach Wilson would have to have to lead the Jets. He hit the passes he needed to hit. But I, the run game, my goodness, especially on that final drive because with just under 8 minutes left in the game, the Jets got the ball on their own 4-yard line after Buffalo down the punt there. And The Jets put together a 13-play drive where they gained 86 yards, took over six minutes off the clock, and 11 of those plays were run. They just ran the ball at will. It was unbelievable. Zach had a big third down pass on a slant to Denzel Mims. That was the one completion the Jets had on the drive. But the Jets just ran the ball at will. And you know what's beautiful about that? It's not only that it's the Jets' identity. It's also they're lacking Brees Hall, their best back, because part of the formula with this run game is the run game was supposed to carry the offense, but Brees Hall was supposed to be the guy who was the lead back. Now, they still don't really have the home run element. They don't have the guy who's going to break the 50-yard run. But Michael Carter and James Robinson on that series were excellent. They just did what they needed to do. The offensive line. Give the offensive line credit. A game where, you know, the offensive line had some issues at points in this game. They really came to play on that final drive. And here's the best part about it. The Jets essentially did this to one of the best defenses in the NFL. The game was on the line. It got to a point where the Bills knew they were going to run the ball. You know, you get to a certain point where you pop, you know, three or four runs the other team knows what's coming. They're going to start dropping their safeties into the box. They're going to start playing the run really aggressively, and it really did not matter on that series. You know, until the Jets got into scoring range, the you know, Buffalo eventually got to stop and forced a Greg Zorline field goal. But the Jets essentially did that. They they essentially went one on one against the best defense, one of the best defenses in the NFL, and they won with the game on the line when the Buffalo Bills knew what was coming. And that's so—that's one of the things that's so exciting about this victory. But an outstanding performance by the New York Jets one week, and you know the NFL is crazy. I, I said it the other day. Things change rapidly in this league from week to week. Last week it felt like the Jets were just at the bottom. It felt like every all the good had dissipated. It felt like everything that everything positive to that point had disappeared. And now the Jets enter this bye, and you gotta worry a little bit about overconfidence now, but the Jets enter this bye. They're right there in the AFC. I'm sorry. You beat Buffalo, you go six and three, you're half game behind them, a head to head win. You're right there with them at this point of the season, which is an amazing thing to think about. Now the second half, there are gonna be some challenges. It's not gonna be easy. And the Jets are not gonna be sneaking up on people going forward. But can you believe this? What if I had told you at the start of the season that the Jets would be heading into their bye six and three off an upset over the Buffalo Bills? It's too good to believe at this point. Anyway, that's all for today's postcast. This has been the Locked On Jets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day is our motto. We have new episodes each day, Monday through Friday. If you enjoy the show, hit the subscribe button where you're watching or listening so you get notifications as new episodes are posted. That way you'll never miss an episode. If you're listening on a podcast source, please give the show a five-star review. If you're listening on YouTube, please give this episode a big thumbs up. Or if you're watching on YouTube, please give this episode a big thumbs up. Help the channel out and helps other Jets fans find the podcast. We'll be back Monday with a more full game recap. It's going to be a great recap tomorrow. Look forward to speaking with you then.